Hi, everyone. You are listening to episode 13 of The Creative Strategist. I'm so happy you're here with me today. Before we dive into the episode, I just want to tell you a little bit about my guest. Kelly Johnson is on the show. She is not only a great friend of mine, but she's one of the best most kind people that I know. And I'm so, so glad that she gets to share her bubbly personality and her love for art with all of you today. Okay, let me tell you a little bit more about her. Kelly Johnson is a California girl born and raised. She attended college at Concordia University, Irvine, where she studied studio art and graphic design. After graduating, she started working for a pottery painting studio where she recently introduced monthly acrylic pouring classes. She's always been crafty and has always loved creating, but she didn't start experimenting with fluid art, which is what she's known for, until last year in 2018. Her brand, Creatively Kelly, is the product of a college assignment, which I think is really, really cool. She was told to create her own brand identity, and Creatively Kelly was born. She came up with the name and the logo and began posting on her Creatively Kelly Instagram in 2013. Five years later, she found Fluid Art, posts twice a week, and has grown both her personal and creative pages to over 165,000 followers combined as of today. You're listening to The Creative Strategist. I'm your host, marketing and sales expert, Star Jerry's, and I'm here to help you use storytelling, design, and entrepreneurial thinking to develop your brand's voice, boost sales, and stay relevant in an ever-changing marketplace. Join in on my conversations with seasoned professionals and take away best practices to help you forge ahead in your career. Again, I'm Star Jerry's, the creative strategist. Let's get started. Kelly, I love that I get to talk to you today about this, and I'm so excited to have you on, a, on the show. I've known you for a long time, and I know that Creatively Kelly and your fluid art videos, they come from such a pure place of just loving to create, and now it's grown into this monstrous thing. I'm so excited for you. So thank you for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Definitely a bucket list um, thing for me to be on a podcast. So, <laughs> so awesome that I get to be on yours. I love it. I love it. Is it as glamorous as you thought it would be? Oh, yeah. Me in my bed with my laptop. <laughs> yes. Mean, super, super glam. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about podcasts. I always say it's it's the one thing I could do in my pajamas. So right. do, that, exactly. do that thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I will just dive right into the questions. First of all, I want to clarify what fluid art is. I think a lot of people listening might not know what fluid art is and what acrylic pouring is. Yeah. So fluid art, I feel like is a pretty broad term. Um, Basically, it's a form of abstract art where you use acrylic uh, acrylic paint that has kind of like a more of a runny fluid, I guess you could say, (laughs) consistency. Um, And it's pretty much all about just pouring paint onto a canvas and seeing where it goes. Um, But 
I feel like fluid art, because I now work a lot with um, this medium called resin. And I also consider that part of the like fluid art category. Um, and I'm still pouring a substance onto a substrate and making cool abstract pieces. That's really cool. And just to clarify, resins, is it always clear? Because I always see it being clear for you and it makes it shiny. It makes the picture shiny. So resin, and I mean, I'm not like a chemist by any means, <laughs> but the the resin I use, it's it's a two-part epoxy. So you mix part A and part B, both clear. You mix them together and you have a work time. Um, so the one I'm using, it's about like a 30 minute work time. And you basically are able to color it so you can add pigment or glitter or keep it clear. Totally is dependent on what you're working on. Um, and then once your work time is done, it starts curing and it basically cures to like a glass like finish. So, um, you can pour clear resin on top of a fluid art painting, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. on top of acrylic, an acrylic pour, um, you can pour that on there to get a really nice fluid, um, sorry, a really nice glass like finish. Um, or you can add pigment and paint to it to put it into a ring dish or make different different pieces. Uh, it's very versatile, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for clarifying. I think it's really cool. And once people see it, all the words that you just said will make so much sense. <laughs> right. It's, it's hard to explain without like a photo reference. <laughs> exactly. And we're creative people, so we're very visual. But um, Exactly. And I'm like talking with my hands right now. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No yes. I was just right by my head, creating that headspace yeah. with my hands. Yes, absolutely. Um, I And I want to go back to what you had said in your bio about your Instagram kind of living there for five years after doing your project yeah. and then finding fluid art. What was that like? It, well, I guess in that process of the five years prior to finding fluid art, did you feel pressured by that Instagram sitting there? Were you like, I need to do something with this? And then how did you find fluid art? Did it just happen? Yeah. So um, with this, so I have two Instagrams. I have my art, my creative page, which is Creatively Kelly. And then I have my personal page, which is Kelly Belly 62. And so I created the art page, the Creatively Kelly, just to post little crafts here and there. And I mean, I've always been crafty. So um, I would make little things for my coworkers and Valentine's and all sorts of just little five minute crafts or whatever. Um, so I had that there. I wanted to like claim the name of it. Um, but I really never fe felt like pressure to actually post on it. Um, it was just like my little my little side page. If I made a fun craft, I would just put it on there. Um, I think I kind of just forgot about it, honestly, for a while. Um, and then 
when I found fluid art, um, that just kind of changed the game of mm-hmm. it. I started posting on my Creatively Kelly page and people were seeing it. Um, but what really caught on was on my personal page, I would post um, process videos. So time-lapse videos. Um, and those just like blew up. So, so now my personal page has also become like an art page, um, which is very interesting. But, um, and then to kind of go back and answer your question about like how I found fluid art. Um, so not, I'm trying to like condense a long story into a short one, but, um, in 2018, I was actually diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, So that was a really rough patch in my life. And uh, I was having surgeries. I was in the hospital. All sorts of things were happening. I was out of work for a couple months. um, And I was just at home, like in pain, but bored out of my mind. I, I just didn't even know what to do. Um, so I went on YouTube and just started searching crafts, just anything that you can imagine. I mean, there was acrylic pouring. So that's the first time I ever saw acrylic pouring. And there was like crafts with crayons and heat guns and just all sorts of things. And I went to Michael's one day and got like a whole basket full of stuff to keep me occupied and that's where my fluid art obsession begun. So uh, I posted my first fluid art photo um, back in April of 2018. Wow. So um, ever since then, I just have been addicted. And it was so <laughs> fast too. So I have like five different responses for what you just said. But I'll say <laughs> I remember being in the car with you and – I was doing something else on Instagram, kind of more like a Disney outlet, and you and I talking, and you were just getting started, and you were like, let's – I said, let's do something together, or you said that. I can't remember, but we were talking about that, (laughs) and I was like, dude, your page is like – I see it. It's growing. You have like 3,000 followers now, (laughs) and it went so fast, but I think what's so interesting about it is like coming from – I know you come from a place – more so of like creativity, loving to do the art, Mm -hmm. really just being interested in the process. And I think I come from more of the entrepreneur side and the business side. And that's where my interaction with social media has primarily been. So that side of Mm -hmm. things is very pressure driven and almost like we're not growing. Why are we not growing? Let's grow, grow, grow. Right. And I think when you put that pressure on yourself, you start to judge really harshly what you're putting on your social media. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting that you did all your process videos on your personal page. That's interesting to me. And didn't put them on (laughs) your Creatively Kelly page. Was that because you didn't think it was ready for the art page or you had a specific vision for the art page? And then if yes, then I kind of want to unpack that. Yeah. So, I mean, my answer is super simple. My personal page had more followers. So what I 
started doing, so I don't even remember the amount of followers, but my personal page maybe had around like a thousand or maybe, I think it was actually around like eight something, uh, 800 followers. And that was a lot more than my art account. So I was like, okay, I'm going to post a video on my personal page, but in the caption, I'm going to try to send people over to my art page. So in the caption, I would say like, hey, to see a still of this piece, go ahead and hop over to Creatively Kelly. And so I was trying to like funnel my followers into my Creatively Kelly page. Um, But then, I mean, I wouldn't say it backfired, but I (laughs) I just blew up on my personal page. So now I have two accounts that are basically doing this exact same thing. (laughs) It's so interesting to me. Okay, that's like fascinating because I wasn't sure if you were going to say – I didn't want to put the process on Creatively Kelly. I, I wasn't right. sure where your mind was at because sometimes people don't want to show the process, but really people are very, very, very interested Definitely. in the process yeah. of like everything, mm-hmm. not just not just art, but especially something creative like that. Right. And I think it falls under the category of satisfying, which yes. I mean, you have <laughs> – the whole ASMR and the slime videos and like people eating things and uh, people crushing things with presses. Like there's this whole category of videos that people just like to watch when they're like in bed and going to go to sleep. You know what I mean? There's um, you can just kind of like Zen out and watch these videos. So it's, I, I have found it's kind of for everyone. So like a person that is intrigued by art but doesn't do art would like the videos. A person that does art and is intrigued by art will like the videos. And people that don't even care about art but like slime videos will love to see the liquid resin and acrylic be put on a canvas or whatever. Um, But yeah, so I've found that like all walks of life (laughs) – are kind of interested in this, which I was not expecting at all. Yeah, that is so cool. And speaking of things really exploding (laughs) on your Instagram, (laughs) I think you hit a big benchmark recently when you got featured by 9gag. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah, do you want to talk about that? (laughs) Yeah, so that was insane. Um, So... And I don't even remember when it was posted. It was a couple months ago. Um, But 9gag, which is a huge account, um, they post memes and video. I mean, they just, they post everything on there. Um, I think they have over 50 million followers um, just on their Instagram account. Um, Insane. Yeah. So I got a message from them long time ago saying like, Hey, we saw your, um, your videos. We would love to feature you on our page. And so I gave them consent and never heard back. (laughs) So I forgot about it until one day I woke, I woke up 
to 10,000 more followers. And I was freaking out because I thought like my account got hacked and I was like, (laughs) I had no idea what happened um, because I was getting so many followers that I, in my actual like um, notifications, I wasn't even able to see their post that they tagged me in. You know what I mean? It, It just got swamped by all the new followers and engagement. Um, so it turned out, I think I grew about, it was either like 20 to 30,000 followers in one day. Yeah. Wow. Which was insane. Um, and that was like right after, (laughs) yeah. And it was right after I hit my a hundred thousand benchmark. Um, so that was insane. And I, I've, been featured on some larger accounts um like insider that's a that's a bigger one too so there was like a spike with that um I it's I have just I felt I I don't know I I always say like I just am lucky but at the same time I'm consistent and work hard and try to put good content out there you know what I mean so it's not just luck but I feel like I have been very fortunate to um, have been featured on these giant accounts. Yeah. And I remember you telling me the other day, I think it was like last month. Maybe it was right after the nine gag thing because I was watching all day long. Like, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like insane. And messaging you, which I was like, this is going to nowhere. She's not going to see this. I need to text her. <laughs> but um, yeah. just thinking, oh my gosh, this is insane. And I remember asking you about it at a party or something where I saw you. And you said, I've just been really lucky. And I was thinking to myself, no way. You've been (laughs) really good. And you've done the videos, the process videos, so clear and easy to follow. And they're fun and they're short and they make sense. And um, the artwork afterward, I think the other really cool thing about what you do is that it seems like, oh, maybe I could do that. It wouldn't look exactly like yours because none of them look exactly the same. But you think, oh, that's something I could try one day. And now you've done these, I guess now we're getting into the the business side of it, but you've started doing these mm-hmm. acrylic pour classes at your um, at your painting studio. So that's yeah. cool. And how yeah. else has it affected you? I know that you've been commissioned. Yeah, so I feel like in, the, in this like, year time span uh everything has just been on like fast forward and I'm just like trying to keep up (laughs) with everything without knowing um what I'm doing or what I'm supposed to do um but so I introduced um acrylic pouring so my company that I work for so as you wish pottery they um they wanted to bring in acrylic pouring to the studios. Um, and currently we have three studios in California and then we have a large amount in Arizona and one in Utah. So, um, so I have been hosting an acrylic pouring class, um, about every month. We don't do it every single month, but it's, it's been about every month. Um, 
and each class is different. So we do a different technique and different colors. So um, you're never doing the same thing, which is, which is fun. Uh, Cause I have a lot of like return students that come to the classes. Um, so that's one really cool thing that I love that I was able to kind of merge my actual, like my day job with my like side hustle <laughs> type of thing, yes. which is pretty cool. Um, and then with commissions. Yeah. I mean, everything just kind of happened. So when I started posting my fluid art, I was never thinking about commission work or really even selling anything. I was just, oh, this is a new craft. Like, it also looks kind of fun. Let me post about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Never thinking that anyone was going to purchase a piece of mine. Um, But then I've been getting commissions rolling in and um, I've been so fortunate to meet a ton of people through this. And I've sent things to Australia, the UK, Canada, all across the States. I mean, uh, my pieces are kind of scattered now throughout the world, it seems like. Um, That's so cool. Which is insane. Um, but I recently have kind of put a hold on my commissions. Um, so I'm currently, quote unquote, closed for custom commission work. Um and after I finish up the commissions that I still have currently, um, I really want to focus on actually experimenting and creating and just just creating. You know what I mean? I mean, I love doing commissions for people, yeah. um, but currently it's it it seem it seems kind of like I've just been producing and not creating, which I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes um, complete sense. Yeah. So it kind of loses the, I don't know, it loses kind of like the mojo when I'm just creating the same type or producing the same type of piece over and over again. Um, so I really want to take this time to be able to experiment again and try new things and, and just kind of let myself go with that. Um, and also build up stock. Like I want to build up an inventory where I can actually sell um, pieces just off of a website, which I currently don't even have yet. So that's another thing I've got to work on. <laughs> um, but I would love to sell things. Uh, and if someone wants something, it's ready to ship rather than someone have to wait an amount of time to get their ring dish or whatever it may be. Yeah. I love so much of what you just said. I think that's why your Instagram and your process has worked because it's so – it's just honest. And I think a lot of people are trying to make something happen. Yeah, you're welcome. Um I think a lot of people that are trying to make something happen end up doing like what you're saying. It's almost like they're working off a commission mindset 
like, oh, I think this is what people want. So I'm going to produce these kind of photos or I'm going to, you know, pose in these kind of outfits or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. I'm just translating kind of what you said to what people are doing instead of really like taking a look inside and saying, what makes me really happy? Why did I start this project? And for you, you started it not thinking about anyone but Kelly Mm -hmm. having fun. Uh, Yeah. And people loved watching you have fun with your process. Right. I think it's really cool to continue to go back to what what has worked in the past. Obviously. Exactly. It it worked and um and you mentioned not having a website. We (laughs) talked about this before people came on, but (laughs) I've I feel like I learned so much from you every time we talk and I'm so incredibly proud of you because (laughs) yes, I am because I am just one of those people who gets in my own way and I think I have to have all the things set up for everything to work Right. when really you just have to work and all the stuff (laughs) will fall into place. It it just will and you need to run lean in the beginning because – you got to at least know that people want this thing before you right before you like get a bunch of business cards and do yeah. a website and do these things. We talked about business cards in the beginning, but you don't have you don't even have business cards. No, I, I don't even have I made them. So I made like a whole stack of business cards uh months ago and then I was given them out. I thought it was super cool <laughs> and then I realized I had a typo. So uh, since then, I just haven't yeah. made them. Honestly, and you- has, haven't fixed that yet. So that's that's on my list. <laughs> well, that's such a I don't know who uses business cards anymore. But when you're out and about and you want to just hand someone something fast, at least you have it. But it, right. like a, a website, for example, like Kelly is rocking and rolling with her business, and she is making very good money, and she uses. A regular email account and does yeah. not have a website. So for everyone, I think that's – I'm not trying to – you're laughing, but I'm very serious when I say I think this is a true testament to what can happen when you just put something out there because you like it and you're consistent yeah. about it and then people come to you and all that other stuff. Like people want your product, great. You make a website. You can always make a website, but right. you have to find a product people want. So yeah, it, definitely. And yeah. and it is, of course, it's like something on my list again that I definitely want to make a website and stuff. But like you were saying, I I didn't go into this thinking about a business. You know what I mean? I... I was just doing this for fun. So, um, and like I said, Uh I feel like I'm just like playing catch up the whole, the whole time. And, and so far it's been working and it's shocks me that it's working. Um, but, and sometimes I, I kind of like look back and laugh at like, Oh gosh, I do not have my ducks in a row. Like what we were saying in the beginning that, they are all over the place, but I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, who cares? Because you're still right. doing a great job and people are buying from you 
and they know how to get a hold of you. They DM you or they figure out how to email you. Um, I just think it's good to tell people, especially people who are listening to this, obviously they want to excel in some way and they're listening now and you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself. Just like enjoy, enjoy the process, be very consistent, put yourself out there. No one's going to ever find you if you're under a rock and um, do the thing and it'll, it'll work out. Uh, Yeah, that's so true. So true. Everything that you just said is so true and it that works with something that you love especially you know what I mean yeah um something that you're passionate about it it just kind of happens if you just be consistent and put yourself out there yeah I really really like that I think that's so incredible and I feel like you're starting to branch out and do different things Mm -hmm. like I saw you were with a different team of some sort this time. I wanted to ask about partnerships because I know that you really just aren't thinking. That's not your main thought as a a creator. And we talked about this at lunch the other day. Mm -hmm. You were like, what? I can make how much per post? (laughs) You're like, yes, Kelly, you can make money per post. But that's not – I love that that's not where your head's at because um, I'm tired of being sold things by – random people on Instagram, unless it really makes sense. Like if you use a paint and that's what you love to use and, and you like legit use this paint and believe in it, that's awesome. But, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about partnerships. So who were you just recently with and can you tell us anything about that? Definitely. So, um, and this is something like really exciting for me. Um, so this company called Moss Epoxies, um, they make resins. So they make the resin that I currently use in pretty much all of my pieces. I mean, I'm doing a lot of resin work at the moment. So um, they reached out to me um, a while ago and sent me some of their resin. And I tried it out, loved it. And Yes, I love their product, but I have never been in contact with a brand that I felt cared so much about me as a person. I mean, it's it boggles my mind. Um, they they're just like family oriented, and and they care about me. They care about my feelings. They care about what I think about their product and what could make their product better. And they are just so thoughtful, which is insane. I've never come across a company or a brand like that. Um, so yeah. And so they invited me, um, to go out to like their headquarters in Minnesota and they flew me and another artist friend of mine from Instagram. Um, they flew us out and we stayed for, gosh, Monday through Friday. And we tested out the different products that they have. Um, and what's actually kind of cool, um, they are coming out with a brand new product. Um, it's called Art Pro and it is their, uh, resin for artists. It's amazing. So we were out there trying that 
which was so incredible um, and trying out the different products that they had. But also it was like a huge collaboration. Um, so there were like woodworkers out there that were teaching um, me how to use like a skill saw. And I was like trying to do all the stuff and they were teaching me about wood. We went to um, this awesome place called Wood from the Hood and was able to <laughs> get, uh, we were able to pick out like these locally sourced giant wood slabs to do resin work on. I mean, it was such an eye-opening experience. Um, and I I feel like there's going to be a lot of things in the future with them. Um, maybe even like workshops or um, like uh, like traveling to meet different artists. Like I, I have no idea, but I see big things happening in the future. Yes. I love it. That's really, really cool. And you've been using their product for so long. So it's just been a natural kind of progression towards this moment. And that's really great what you said about their company and how much they value you and your opinion yeah. and um, really take care of you. I love hearing that. I'm so glad. Thank you. Yeah, and that just I'm kind so of excited. naturally happens, I assume. I mean, I know that you have things that you really really like to use and um, you're always looking for new things, but it's nice when those partnerships can just kind of organically right. come together. There is so much that we could talk about and I'm I'm just so glad that I got to hear about really everything, where you started and where you're at now and where you're going, some of the things that are bubbling up for your future. I know that you're going to only get bigger and um and better as you continue to create and continue to do what you love so thanks again for talking to us about everything and i want to make sure we plug all your handles so it's kelly belly 62 any special yes. spelling um yes so there's two y's so <laughs> kelly with two y's and belly with two y's 62 and then creatively Kelly with a K. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Both weird. <laughs> no, it's great. And um, that's where you post all your process videos. That's where your artwork can be found. And shop is closed as of this moment, but definitely check back in if you're watching, if you're listening to this podcast later on in the future, check back in to see if you can get some of Kelly's unique wonderful acrylic pouring pieces <laughs> thanks so much thank Kelly. so much thank you this was this was awesome and a great first podcast experience so thank Yay! you oh my gosh we love you <laughs> oh, thank you love you guys wow i love talking to kelly she is just a ball of energy and it's contagious how passionate she is about what she gets to do each and every day. I wish that for all of us that we go into our jobs, go into our careers, really being on fire and just passionate about creating, about strategizing, about doing what it is we do for our brands and for our businesses. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have any questions for Kelly or myself, feel free to reach out to us. You know my website, starjerrys.com or my Instagram at starjerrys. And then you have all of Kelly's 
Instagram handles, social media accounts, kellybelly62, creativelykelly. So definitely go and hit her up. She's a ton of fun to follow, a ton of fun to watch, and she is just the sweetest. Thank you for listening to The Creative Strategist. Head over to starjerries.com backslash The Creative Strategist for notes on today's episode, information about upcoming events, or to nominate a guest for the show. Don't forget to leave a review and share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Thanks again for hitting play. See you next time, Creative Strategist. I hope you all enjoy this blooper as much as Kelly and I did. (laughs) I had to leave it in there. So what normally happens is I typically record the intro before you even come on and I already recorded it. I just wanted to make sure, did I do a typo? She's always been crazy and has always loved creating. That's what you wrote, right? I mean, I have... I think that's what you wrote. No clue, but that sounds like me. Um, (laughs) Um, I love it. I mean, like, I'm reading over – I mean, I don't know if I ever said I was – oh, <laughs> crafty. I've always been crafty oh, and Oh, that's creating. so funny. I was like, I don't know that she would say that, but I recorded it and I was like, she's always been crazy. Her word's not mine. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. I was like, I don't think I said it.